You're listening to the Serena Hess Podcast, Episode 8. You guys, this has been so stinking fun. Did you realize that there were so many amazing and creative women that are even local in Bakersfield that just are so inspiring? It's been so fun to get the chance to interview these women and share their stories with you. And I honestly and deeply hope that when you hear these stories, that they inspire you and they empower you, give you the little tiny motivation and push that you need to start in doing whatever it is that you want to do so badly. You have some crazy potential in a good way. You could create amazing things and you just need to get started. In this episode, I get to share with you my friend Amanda. Amanda is an amazing creator. She can sew and put together handbags and all types of things. My favorite thing that she's created was a Victoria's Secret dress that she wore to a high school dance. In this episode, Amanda and I kind of jump in what it's been like for her as she's experienced self-doubt within her business and how she gets motivation and how she keeps going. I had such a great time interviewing Amanda and hearing more of her story, and I hope you guys really enjoy this episode because I had fun making it. So without further ado, let's jump in. Thank you for coming on the show, Amanda. <laughs> I'm excited. You're welcome. <laughs> so can you tell our listeners a little bit like about yourself and how you got started loving what you do? I'll let you reveal what it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm Amanda Schaefer. I guess currently mm-hmm. I have an organization called Current Creatives and I make clothing and bags. And with, I guess, the more of the clothing and the bags, that's been a love since high school. Mm-hmm. And I was always super, like, I loved having my own things in that if I, like, bought some shirt from a store and then I saw someone else wearing it, I would not wear it again. Mm. I loved just, <laughs> yeah, I would not. And I was a big sneakerhead. I just really liked individuality. And so then my grandma sewed and she makes quilts and stuff. So I asked her if she would help me make my formal dress. And so she did. It was the most hideous thing ever, like, looking back on it. Was that the Victoria's Secret thing? No. That, oh, okay. that one was pretty wild. <laughs> I actually still love that very much. Um, but my first one was it was like this tan like crepe it was really weird and then and then it and then I did this this like centerpiece that was like turquoise sparkly it's horrible really horrible like none of it none of it went but anyway so yeah so that's kind of how I started and then my high school BHS has a fashion program and so I got into that like the middle of my junior year Mm -hmm. and so I kind of started there but then when I was going to college and I was like I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I didn't have a lot of direction with figuring out what I wanted to do in that. And did you go to well, San Francisco? For I college? did, okay. but first I went to BC. Oh, okay. And I while I was at BC, I decided to. I was like still trying to figure it out what what I wanted to major in, and nothing ever interested me other mm-hmm. than fashion. So looked into schools, and then yes, eventually went to SF State. In that realm, love the city. Yeah. SF State, questionable, but that's okay. (laughs) But that's okay. And so, yeah, when I finally graduated, I then didn't want to do fashion in any type of way. I was like, this is a selfish industry, and I don't know what I want to do, but I want to do something more meaningful. Why, Why did you feel that way? Just because I just felt, I feel like designers create a line, Mm -hmm. and 
get it produced just to sell it, mm-hmm. you know? And I didn't want to be that person. I, and in terms of how I was, you know, referencing back to the, the program, I, the, I would say more so the program at the school, not the school as a whole. Mm-hmm. But the program at the school just didn't prepare us for what we needed to yeah. get into the industry. And I was like, if I even wanted to go in the industry, then I wouldn't be prepared. I'd need mm-hmm. to go back to school or I'd need to intern for a very long time. Yeah. Like just a number Delay. of things. And so I just, there was just... It was the the combination of me never really wanting to work for somebody else, and it just it just seemed like really selfish. And I was like, I don't want to be in this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do something that's like actually impactful and like changing lives. And so, at the time, I had decided to go to Europe for three months, like after I graduated. So I did that after working in the summer. And then, and then I came back and I was like, okay, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> and eventually got asked to do a fashion show here. Mm-hmm. And that was actually how Jocelyn and I met. But with that, that was kind of how I got back into it. And I was, so over a year after I graduated, it was like a year and a half or something. I finally, yeah, got back into it. And I was like, you know what? I like creating. I like yeah. sitting and sewing. I like using my hands. And so that was, and yeah, it was just like another outlet. So mm-hmm. I got back into it and... I'm very happy that I did. It's never... (laughs) A lot of people think it's just from, I'm here and now I'm here. But Mm -hmm. it's usually a journey. And I think it's really interesting that you, like, walked away for it for a moment. And were like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I don't want to do this. But then you were called back to it. Yeah, Which kind of shows, like, that it means more now. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you... If you lose someone, sometimes they mean more to you. Yeah. So you lost it for a season and now you have it back. Yeah. I hear that. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long did you live in San Francisco and what did you learn while you were independent? Ooh, I like this. <laughs> so I was in SF for, I would, I guess I would say four and a half, almost five years because for that last kind of year, it was me going on my trip and then mm-hmm. kind of back and forth between Bakersfield and there, deciding if I was going to come back or not. But so yeah, what did I learn <laughs> being independent? Because did you just go straight from family to San Francisco by yourself? Yeah. Or, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I lived here when I was going to BC with, at my parents' house. So I first lived in an apartment with um, four other girls. It was a two bedroom apartment right across the street from the school, but I actually didn't even end up going to school that year. I messed <laughs> up. So yeah, for that first year, I didn't even, I wasn't even, all the other girls that I went to school with did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Love them. One of the girls was from Bakersfield. I was never friends with her oh, wow. or like close with her, but we just found out that we were both going. And so we we're like, hey, mm-hmm. let's room together. And then the other two girls I found on this roommate finder. Oh, well, gosh. I found one girl. I found one girl on the roommate finder and the other girl, she had someone already. And so, yeah, we met up one weekend and <laughs> just, like, we, we clicked. So, yes, roomed with them for one year. And then after that, me and a whole group of other girls found a house. Mm-hmm. So I lived in that house for the next four years and loved it so much. Really? Like, we were the best of friends. And one of the girls, or two of the girls that were in the house, I'm still best friends with. Really? And, yeah, it was a five-bedroom beautiful house. I, to this day, I'm like, <laughs> it's just in my heart. And I literally almost cried when we left that house. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I remember, so the first year that I lived there, when I didn't have a job, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, when I was living in Bakersfield, I 
started working as an after-school teacher. Okay. So I continued that when I was in San Francisco. And this was the first time that I had heard any other language other than Spanish. Really? And I was like, what are they speaking? <laughs> They're speaking Portuguese. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, why is a seven-year-old speaking Portuguese? Like, this is crazy. And so then I found out they were Brazilian and this, that, and the other. But it was such a culture shock. Like, really? and it, But it, I loved it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was scared of it or... I guess, nervous or anything like that. It was just, like, exciting. And definitely, oh, my gosh, San Francisco opened your mind up to so many things. And I'm definitely one to more embrace it than be negative about it or Mm -hmm. uncomfortable or anything like that. So, yeah, I I embrace the city so much. You know, I went to every type of festival. Yeah, got intoxicated at most of them. I I just tried to do as much as I could yeah. because the thing is, like, there was just always something so fun to do. There's always, I don't know, I just, the, just the culture there is amazing. Yeah. But in terms of what, what did I learn? Um, culture is amazing. Yeah. Um, there's never, like... In terms of that, in terms of, like, just different cultures, just there's never one one right or wrong person in terms of culture. And yeah. I think that that's such a thing that I think Americans, like, stigmatize themselves or kind of have that stigma mm-hmm. is just that they think that they're better than everyone else mm-hmm. as a whole. I'm definitely not everyone. But, you know, just generally that tends to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, me being able to, like, see so many different and meet so many different yeah. people from so many different places. From like a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. And so many people just embracing every part of themselves, you know, no matter what it may or may not be, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, I think that's that was a big thing. Fitness. Fitness was a huge thing that I learned there. Really? Yeah, because I don't remember who, how I learned about it, but the thing that got me into, like, working out was the Nike Women's Marathon. They sadly do not do it anymore. Oh, no. But they used to do it, and mm. I, I did it three or four times, I think. I did the half marathons. Never did the full for that one. Mm-hmm. But because the whole thing about it was at the end of it, your medal is not just a normal medal. It's a Tiffany's necklace. Mm-hmm. And you get it delivered by a firefighter in a tuxedo. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't care how many miles it is. I'm doing this. And so, yeah, that was kind of like what me got, got me into it. And then I just continued doing races after that. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big thing that I... And, man, being outdoors, like, just so many things, like, that... San Francisco just brought my eyes open too. Like I love being at the park, just laying. I love, <laughs> just, I love going and exploring too. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit when there's not, you know, I don't see a lot of people like walking outside and yeah. stuff. But it's all, it's so different. Like I can't mm-hmm. knock that. It's just different. It's a different environment here, you know. It is. Yeah. And but yeah, I I loved walking everywhere. I didn't have a car for five years. Really. And I, absolutely loved it oh my gosh oh my god I loved it so much um I mean it took me like 45 minutes to an hour to get to places but (laughs) I mean all I really I just had school and work like it wasn't wasn't wild but yeah I I just loved it so much I know I keep saying I loved it and not really what I learned but no you're good (laughs) you had a great experience (laughs) so when you were there and it like showed you to like see other perspectives and mm-hmm. other, like, world points and, mm-hmm. like, accept them? Yeah. Did it help you to accept yourself more, like, from seeing that? Um, I don't think I ever didn't accept myself, mm-hmm. I guess. I I think it just helped me 
embrace more different types of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I would never have said that I was closed off or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. I just was, I've always been kind of a social butterfly and I think it just brought that out even more. Mm -hmm. But I, I kid you not, like, I, I wish I just had enough money to just go there every single weekend. Oh gosh. It's, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I, and I, and I tell people, I, like, I ask people this often that, that live there. I was a huge babysitter there. That was like my side hustle from Mm -hmm. my job. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the parents I would like, you know, talk to, I'm like, I just, I know, like, I haven't been to very many cities in, in the United States, but I just feel like San Francisco holds, like, such a special place because mm-hmm. it's small. It's yeah. not very big at all. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's it's very easy to get around. Um, there's so much to see, so much to explore, like, different, like, little adventures to go to. Like, I, I'm a huge waterfall fanatic, and mm-hmm. that definitely, it not necessarily in San Francisco, but, like, right, like, 45 minutes away was, Nearby. like, super easy to get to. Yeah. It's just a different lifestyle, I guess. Mm-hmm. I asked the parents, I'm like... Is there better out there? Because I'm I'm well, down for better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that this is the best, but I just feel like there's no. It's pretty good. There's nothing better. Yeah. Like weather is awesome. Just great. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it is, but yeah, it was funny because I my one of my best friends, her name is Bryce. She um she still she lives in Oakland now, but she didn't really realize it because like for for a few years I would always tell her, oh, I just love San Francisco so much. She's like, eh. She's like, yeah, I'm down to move somewhere else. Oh, no. The other. And then eventually she was like, yeah. And then when I started thinking about actually moving, like, I didn't want to move. So I was like, yeah, dude, it's just so special. So special. San Francisco. I know. Sorry. I'll always be an advocate. <laughs> so I told you I creeped on your Instagram mm-hmm. back yeah. in 2012. Like, yes, I was really creeping. deep. And I saw you recreated a pair of pants. Oh yeah, that were originally listed for two hundred dollars, and then oh, you yes, painted ones. them, mm-hmm. and you made them like way less than two hundred dollars. Yeah. So, have you always had that passion for fashion, and like, how did you? How did that start for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the whole like recreating type things, like that. I can't remember if I did this before or after. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Well, if it was two thousand twelve, then okay, then that was the before. pant thing was like so, one of the first things that I thought right. you had posted. Gotcha. Okay, I was yes. like, that's so cool. <laughs> it was fun too. I mean, they didn't come out exactly the way they should have. It was pretty I good. Don't even know where that. How did I even... To be honest, I think that specific one, like, I saw some DIY, like, do this yourself mm-hmm. thing of of those pants. And I was like, heck yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> so then I did it and loved it. Mm-hmm. But the whole, re, like, recreating thing, there was a class that I took. So I took a year off of school. Mm-hmm. And then, like, part of that, not because I, I was just, yeah, trying to figure things out. Because I realized I didn't want to go to SF State anymore. And then I was like, okay, where am I going to go? I wanted to, Then I wanted to go to school in Ohio. Okay, I don't know why I'm telling this whole thing. So in that time, I was going to the community college mm-hmm. eventually, somewhere in there. I was going to the community college in San Francisco. Yeah. Absolutely love that school, by the way. <laughs> but so I was taking this, what was it called? Our, I can't remember what the class was called, but it was literally like we just had different projects every week. Yeah. It was only like a two-unit class or something, so it wasn't really super important. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun because <laughs> we literally just had, yeah, like a different. And it was all, it was all kind of like textile apparel based. Mm -hmm. And so this one was, you have to take a 
a, pieces of clothing and turn it into something else. Uh-huh. And so I took a pair of pants and I turned it into, a, it was a t-shirt and a pair of pants. Mm-hmm. And I turned them both into this um, little bralette thing. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I was really? like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what my <laughs> store is going to be. I'm just going to recreate everything or deconstruct everything mm-hmm. and all that. I was like, that's what I want to do. And then I, you know, slowly got back into, got into my major and then realized that's not going to be very profitable and Mm. I'm gonna run out of energy but initially I absolutely loved it and I still do that every now and then deconstructing yeah deconstructing to make something new Mm -hmm. yeah or you can call call it upcycling there's Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of different terminology that you can use Mm -hmm. but yeah upcycling is another one so yeah I love it because then also it's like less because like I have a ton of pants that like will rip in the inside because my thighs were bathed so much and so it's like well crud what am I going to do with these Mm -hmm. now you know and so that's I I just love piecing little puzzle pieces together and making something new out of it that's fun yeah and then (laughs) when did you start making your own stuff well I guess that was in high school when Mm -hmm. I had started with my kind of more like Formal or like the you know just uh, dance dresses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you made them my... for your school dances. Mm-hmm. Or okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Yes, um, yes, for my school dances. So um, first started with formal, and that was my grandma helped me with it. Most <laughs> stress ever. Oh no. Oh my gosh, yes. And then after that, I was in the fashion class at BHS, and then and then just did yeah like whatever the projects were, but then eventually did that prom dress that you were talking about, the Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. inspired. Yeah, it was so funny because I don't even think we had we had gotten started thinking about, like, making prom dresses or anything really? yet. And I saw that on the runway and I was like, yes! <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And so then I did and I still, I mean, it was horribly constructed, but I absolutely <laughs> still love that dress to this day. <laughs> For everybody that's listening, on her Instagram, it was a side-by-side comparison of this multicolored multi-fabric yeah, Victoria's yeah, yeah. Secret model runway dress and then mm-hmm. she recreated something similar and it was pretty close I thought I was <laughs> yeah, like it, it was, was a cool. side by side and I was like dang that's pretty close <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know what we're talking about <laughs> okay so right now you have your own business correct would you say that quote it's, unquote let's yes. go with that <laughs> so have you ever had any like self-doubt while you were getting it started oh, all the time I mean when I decided to finally go to school in or go to SF State in San Francisco, mm-hmm. so when I finally decided that, I was like, okay, like I don't remember how old I was at the time. I guess I was twenty-four or twenty-three. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was twenty-two because I turned twenty-one. Yep, yeah, I was twenty-two when I finally decided to go. Um, and so I, at the time. I was like, okay, I need to start selling my stuff. So my idea was that I was going to start making things and selling mm-hmm. them while I was still in school. And I was like, and then it never happened. And I yeah. and the thing about it, like, there was there was always some new thing that I was like, oh, this is what this is what I'm gonna do. Oh, this is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. But every single time, I was just like, I, I think like as women, and I've like heard this from multiple people, so. I think it's true. But, like, I feel like, as women, like, we try to make things as perfect as possible before they start, mm-hmm. you know? And I was definitely trying to do that in terms, like, I wanted to have the perfect name. And the name was was what, like, struck me for the longest. Really? Like, literally 
up until last October. Really? Years. Literally years. And, like, I had something. At one point, I wanted it to be called Golden Nonsense. Like, my whole little thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. Cause I have no idea why. <laughs> I was just super into it. And I was into it for a while. For, like, a couple years. Mm-hmm. And then I never did anything with it. And um, and then I was like, what in the world, Amanda? That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Eventually, I decided on Aisha. And I'm... St- I'm happy with it right now, mm-hmm. but I think I'm just, I can be such an indecisive person in general yeah. with things, and the name, but yeah, the name specifically was a very was hard a big thing. Hang up. Yeah. Yeah. A big, a big hang up. And then, and then designing a logo mm-hmm. and, and it's like how, like, I don't even, and I literally went through so many things and then eventually I just drew mine and I'm not the biggest, like. I wouldn't want to say artist because I guess I'm an artist in other ways, but illustrator. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm really kind of horrible at yeah. illustrating anything. <laughs> and so when I try to doodle, like it's just like, eh, you know, it's just whatever. But then, but now I love my logo. <laughs> it's great. But so yeah, those were two things that really, really, yes, just kept me hung up. And yeah, like self doubt with just me as being a creator and mm-hmm. knowing that there are so many more amazing people out there that make I guess better constructed things mm-hmm. and um that's always been something that I because like I, I kind of I do right now like I have to limit myself to okay can I make this like to what I can and can't make mm-hmm. you know so like sometimes people come to me with the craziest things I'm like yeah I have no idea how to make that <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, I finally just, like, stopped doing, like, stopped being more negative about it and was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And what pushed that was mm-hmm. having the studio space. Really? So having my studio space, I was like, okay, now I have this studio space that I need to make some money and yeah. pay the rent for. Do you feel like that was a big step for you? Oh, yeah. The- oh, yeah, definitely. Because I, it was finally like I had, a, like, my own space that I could be at whenever I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't attached to my home because... Mm-hmm. If it's attached to my home, then I just sleep my life away and find every excuse in the world to not do any work. So, yeah. So, having that space just really, really helped. And, I mean, I still do. I have doubt every single day. And, I mean, I'm still not where I... I mean, I don't think anyone's ever really where they want to be at. Mm -hmm. But I still think I'm very much not where I want to be at in that realm. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited to see where it may or may not go. Like, if I end up, you mm-hmm. know, leaving it, then that's okay. Yeah. And I'm excited for whatever, you know, comes of that. But also, if it does grow, mm-hmm. then I'm really excited to see that happen as well. Yeah. So. What's the word? How are you, like, equipped or combating the doubt? Or what do you do? You um, know what I mean? I, okay, so in October, I was like, okay, I'm going to have a pop-up at some point. So I set a date and I was like, okay, I'm going to start designing stuff. And Mm -hmm. so then I did that and I was like, so I kind of had this like set, I guess, style Mm -hmm. and vibe going on and I loved it at the time. Yeah. But it, but then, you know, after the fact, when I was finished with it, or not necessarily finished because I still have pieces from it and a Mm -hmm. ton of fabric, but when I was finished creating it, I was like, well, this like, what did I do? Because this isn't me. Like, it's me, mm-hmm. but I have so many other interests. And it's like, that's another thing that, like, doubts me all the time. Because mm-hmm. I, or gives me self-doubt. Because I, how I was saying it before, like, I just want everything to be, I want things to be as perfect as they can be. Mm-hmm. And when I looked back, when I when I looked on it, I was like, 
how am I like what am I gonna do next like now that I now that I have this I feel like I have to always do well not always but kind of stick with these like dark colors and camo print and you know all of that and I was just like that's not even like if you look if you saw my senior collection like that was denim and bright colors like neon colors like Mm -hmm. complete different Mm -hmm. you know like you know ends of the spectrum like yeah. so different and so it's like I I really struggle with trying to figure out what I um what I want to do and what or what I want to do and what will sell I guess mm-hmm. so right now what I'm currently doing um is I made a few things that um I know will sell yeah and I really like as well mm-hmm. um I have a whole bunch of fabric I just need to get rid of. So I'm using that fabric in these. And so this is kind of like, I think like my transition period where I'm just, I'm making things to sell them because Mm -hmm. I need to do that, but also enjoying what I'm creating as well. Yeah. And so, um, so you're in the transition right now. Yeah. And so what I'm hoping right now is that I get these things out and then am able to kind of morph together mm-hmm. what I want to... Because my, my biggest issue, my biggest, I guess, struggle is creating things that I love and I want to create yeah. combined with what people will buy. Mm-hmm. Because, um, because right now, like, I have so many things that are... Not so many things. I have a number of things that are just hanging on my rack that people will come and they'll be like... Oh, how cool! Mm-hmm. And then either they'll see the price, or they'll, or they'll just, you know, be like, "Oh, that's cool." Because mm-hmm. it is; it's a little bit edgier than, you know, than I guess what this town is used to. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and like I could see it doing well in other places. Yeah, it's hard to like yeah. find that market, and especially because I don't have a website, so not it, it's not open to anyone and everyone. You know, mm-hmm. it's limited to what people see on my Instagram, and that's okay. Like I'm gonna get the website eventually, but yeah. So yeah, it's it is. It's finding the balance of creating what I want to create with mm-hmm. my designs, but also what will sell. Yeah. So I'm making it so I'm so it's worth it. You mm-hmm. know. So otherwise, I'm just creating a whole bunch of things and. They're just going to sit there. Yeah. Well, because you can't have too much of either one. Yeah. You can't have only things that you love to create that no one wants to buy Mm -hmm. or only things that they want to buy, but you don't love to create. Exactly. It has to be the perfect blend, Mm -hmm. especially in your area, you know. Yeah, for sure. So that's kind of what, like, I'm hoping that I'm able to, like, kind of come back and really think about everything and, yeah, just be confident about it all as a one Mm -hmm. and not... Because I, I know a lot of the times when people ask me about it, I I tend to be more negative about it than, mm-hmm. than positive, you know, like, yeah. because because I feel like I have to defend myself mm-hmm. because I'm not where I want to be mm-hmm. in, in that, you know, section of my life and or where it sh- I Yeah, I guess I would go with where it should be and where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just a battle. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think that comes with, like, learning to accept yourself, too, and, like, the process and, like, mm-hmm. being okay with being in the middle of it right now. Yeah. yeah. And I and I think that because I, I decided to do this little kind of awkward mini collection thing that I know people will enjoy, but, yeah, just trying to, like, figure out the middle. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Who has been the most influential person in your life? And can you tell me about him or her? 
It's definitely Jocelyn. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I kid you not, I do not know where I would be without this woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when we met, like, it was super random and like we met uh first friday mm-hmm. and um i think you've probably heard this story before oh okay <laughs> you're right yes 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 um so yeah we met at first friday because she had her clothing out and we the my other friend evelyn and i were putting on a fashion show and saw her and we're like yo you gotta be a part of this mm-hmm. and during the whole like fashion show because it was very quick like that it was that next week mm-hmm. and after that she got her stu- she got the studio space first and then i was like oh i want to come check it out yeah. So then I did, and I loved it, and then I moved in. And even at this point, we weren't, like, close in any way. <laughs> it was just, you know, very friendly with each other. Yeah. And then we just spent so much time together. And <laughs> so many things have came from, you know, just because she's just such a different, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, just, like, life-changing person in general. Like, she she's always has an intention, always has, um, you know, meaning behind everything that she does. I don't know that I've ever met anyone like that before. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, or at least not someone that, yeah, like every little thing that they do, or not even necessarily little, but every major thing in their life, like they're like, well, this is why I'm doing it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people just get a job to get a job. You know, she chose not to get a typical job because she wanted to intentionally, you know, work for herself and, Mm -hmm. um, you know help others you know and um share what she does with others and so it's like you can't necessarily do that at just any job you know and um yeah there's just been so many so many things so many conversations that her and I have had that Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know what I would be doing if if she wasn't there Mm -hmm. at all (laughs) yeah yeah so you admire her intentionality oh yeah for sure and it's Sometimes it could be a little much, and I'm just like, oh, Jocelyn, come on. <laughs> but others, like, for the most part, I'm just like, I love you, and, yeah, like, I don't know where where I would be without mm-hmm. Yeah, no, friends shape everything. As of being out of college, like, I finally understood the whole, like, surround yourself with mm-hmm. the people that, you know, you want to be, you yeah. know, or the people that are doing things. similar. Yes, them. exactly. And that's such a thing. It's crazy. And it's, I mean, I really don't think you understand it until you do it, you know, mm-hmm. until you see it happening. And not even, I, it wasn't an intention with me. I just kind of, you know, grab, we just all gravitate towards each other mm-hmm. eventually. And yeah, it's, um, just little things like that. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's really it's that's a hard lesson to learn. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because especially if you're kind of like on the wrong track for a while, mm-hmm. and well, sometimes you know it and you don't want. To. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like what you're comfortable with. You know, it's like you, especially if it's like I mean, I don't think I ever had this big of an issue, but like if it's someone that you grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, ever since kindergarten, you guys are friends, but then, you know, as you grow up, like maybe this other person yeah. got into the wrong things, but you're still friends with them and mm-hmm. then you fall into that same thing, you know, yeah. and it's, it's kind of just what you're used to, not necessarily that it was like something you were interested in. It was mm-hmm. just brought to your attention. Yeah. So I remember sitting as a sophomore in high school and I was at church and my pastor said, uh, think of the five people that you're closest with right now. Now, those five people are going to determine what you're like in the future and what you're like right now. And I was just like, ooh. 
Like, what do you yeah, mean? And at the time, so... like, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. High school is crazy, whatever. You're mm-hmm. just trying to figure it out. But when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I have to change some things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. I would love to push that as much as possible. Yeah. You know, surround yourself with people that you, you want to be. Mm-hmm. Along with that great advice, my last question is what is the most important piece of advice you would give to our listeners that you have learned from your life? Oh, yes. <laughs> Love yourself. <laughs> like, I I mean, earlier I think I said that I, I feel like I've always loved myself for a really long time, but mm-hmm. I don't think I realized that until, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's... If listeners, if you know the song Bright by Kehlani, literally, I listened that day, that song. I heard it. Oh, you'll have to listen to it after <laughs> this because it's, it's such, I want, I want every high schooler to just listen to it like 20 times a day because mm-hmm. it's literally just the best song ever. But yes, listen to it. So, but yes, just loving yourself because you cannot love yourself, like you cannot love or, you know, love anyone else or what you do until you truly love yourself. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't love yourself, then change something about yeah. yourself, you know? And, you know, I, I would hope that also, like, just do as many new things as possible. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, love yourself and do as many new things as possible. Because yeah. you don't, you're not, I feel like a person isn't interested or doesn't know what they're interested in until they do that specific training. It's it's all about, like, education. And if you aren't educated or exposed to something, then you won't even know Mm -hmm. what that... If you're even interested in it at all. And I know that sounds very vague and very, I guess, just generalized. Mm -hmm. But um, it's definitely... When I, like, went on my trip for Europe... Oh, man, my eyes were open to so much. Just Yeah, just being there. And I was like, this trip needs to happen to everyone. If they can, like, whether it be before, like, going to four-year or, like, after they do two years, like, Mm -hmm. they just need to do it. Because if I would have taken that trip, like, um, yeah, after, probably after BC, Mm -hmm. after my two years, then I would have majored in, like, international, or no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Cultural anthropology. Mm -hmm. Like, that, because I'm super interested in different cultures and different Mm -hmm. people and um, all of that good stuff. And so I totally would have done that. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I love where I'm at and where I'm going, and I'm glad that I did what I have done. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, it's like, I feel like everyone, you know, has those moments. It's like, oh, yeah, I would have totally done that Mm -hmm. if so, Mm -hmm. you know? Just taking every opportunity that you possibly can. Yeah. (laughs) To love yourself and try new things. Yes. Perfect. Oh my goodness, you guys, wasn't this episode great? It just makes you want to go and explore San Francisco and start sewing your own clothes. Well, I think I'm going to leave the sewing to Amanda, but she definitely inspired me. If you guys found this episode inspiring too, could you do me a humongous favor? Could you leave me a review on iTunes? It helps other people find the podcast. Until next Wednesday, my friends, keep on creating, exploring, and doing the things that make you, you. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.